Pat Patterson was just a colossal of, of a character and of a human being in, in our profession. You're looking right now on your television screen at one of the best wrestlers in the world today, Pat Patterson. Pat's impact in this company will never, ever be forgotten. Long live the Stooges. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am Brad, a.k.a. Ginger Heat, and I am joined by the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves, all the way from Scotland. How you doing? I'm feeling good. I've, um, I've just realized that as we start this, uh, this podcast, I'm in Wednesday and you're in Tuesday. Oh, whoa. What's the future That's like? Crazy. It's um, pretty dark. <laughs> not not I mean, like, not existentially, just like, yeah. <laughs> What time is it getting dark in Scotland now? Like when I, when I lived there, I think it was getting dark at like 3 p.m. Yeah, so I think I went to work this morning. Brutal. Um, I was in work at seven this morning and it was pitch black. And then I went on lunch but I ate my lunch downstairs and I had stuff with me, so I didn't go outside. And then by the time I left, it was dark. So That's it. That's that's what I tell people. That's the experience that you have, especially working there. And it gets cold and stuff. You want to bring a lunch. You want to save a, a couple quid. You eat in the basement. You don't see the sun. It's insane. No. Well, you see it through the windows maybe when you're working, but uh, that's yeah, that's why I'm, that, that, This is not a filter on the camera that you guys are looking at. I am this pale and white and horrible. So, <laughs> And no, I don't have a disease or whatever. Speaking of diseases, his name is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not, neither of these two guys have any diseases that I know of, but we will introduce first. He is the Wax Mamba. Ryan Waxman, how are you doing, brother? Uh, I'm well. I'm trying to keep quiet because I've been told that uh, <laughs> when I speak at a normal volume, uh, it gets too loud. So I'm, I'm trying to respect uh, Jason's authority as, as podcast editor. Jason has just as much authority as that redheaded guy that went through a table this week on Raw, whatever his face is. Seamus? No, Seamus didn't go through a table. <laughs> he put him through a table, though, with Drew. What was his, what's that guy's name, that uh, random... Uh, just that random Frankie, Joe or Frankie something? I don't know. Is it yeah, Pat Buck? Pat, Pat Buck. Buck! There it is. Pat. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Joe Buck's son, Pat Buck. <laughs> yeah. One of the acquisitions when uh, WWE joined Fox. No, I'm just kidding. I, don't, I have no idea. But, <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, he looks like a former former wrestler. Uh, he probably is. Now Stooge, a.k.a. Jobber, Briscoe style. I don't know. He's probably a producer or something. All but, those on-screen yeah. guys, they have to know how to fall if they're going to take bumps like that, right? So they mm. definitely have some training. Or he just got his Seamus? ass handed to him. And... Yeah. <laughs> or, take the bump. you know, they're Pat McAfee and they're just naturally gifted. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. But we're leaving one Jobber out. This is the four Jobbers. There's another one. The mysterious, the bizarre, the charismatic, the enigmatic Jason. They hate Jason. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. You know, I'm not one of those complicated, mixed up cats. I'm not looking for the secret to life. I just go on from day to day taking what comes, you know? Yeah, that sounds like you. No, uh, that's a quote from Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. You were listening to Frank Sinatra today because apparently it was quite a day. <clears throat> what yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a day. It was a day. 
All right, so tough day at the office for Jason. Well, that was that then, yeah. But it was a good day at the office for wrestling. I think we actually have a lot to cover this week. Mm. Uh, we might not jump into a Jason's homework of the week. We, wa- we got a lot of wrestling to cover, but we are <coughs> looking to bring that back next week in prime fashion. Jason, do you have a subject for us yet, or is it uh, going to come up later in the podcast as you think about it? I'm going to think about it as you guys talk about matches I didn't watch. <laughs> get out of here so timmy is joining the podcast they're attacking <laughs> he just jumps right on the computer come That's on what they now. do <laughs> yeah just like my girlfriend's the same she just jumps up on the computer as well yowie wowie <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it was a badass week in wrestling ryan why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you feel this week in wrestling was well, uh, as, as my fellow jobbers know, I've been pretty unbearable uh, for the past week because every time I, I talk about wrestling, especially in our little four jobbers group chats, I've only been talking about one thing. And I don't think I'm going to do Mr. Regal justice if I say it like he does, but <laughs> War Games! Yes, NXT War Games happened this past Sunday. And for me, this was probably my top pay-per-view of the year. Uh, on NXT, on any main show. Yeah, I'm going to say it. For me, it was my favorite. (laughs) I think it was a top-level performance all across the card. Uh, How many of you gentlemen were able, I believe all of you actually, um, did end up watching Uh, at least some of it? Three out of four, three out of four watched it. One person did not watch I watched the the main event. That's not enough. You have to watch the whole paper to get a feel for everything. There's so many more matches. There's so many things that happened. That you have no e- idea about yeah, the main event. wasn't the main event. wasn't my favorite match. No, nah, it was. Card. It was. Uh, it was okay at best. It's, you can't watch only one match and then grade the card, though, for sure. No, I, I didn't. I graded the, the one the match, match I saw was okay. Well, then let's give some. You know. Well, I actually think that the main event match was my favorite match uh, on the card and my favorite match of the week. I'll get it out of the way right now. The Have Mark. a Nice Milk match of the Ooh. week was in fact the men's war games match between the undisputed no no full full bodied milk uh (laughs) 3.25 it was between the undisputed era and pat mcafee's kings of nxt and i do agree uh jason one of jason's arguments uh, that he brought up was that it was a bit of a spot fest and yes the parts specifically that involved uh sir sir mcafee uh Yes, they were spots. Of course, he's in his second match ever. Uh, they're definitely well, going to keep yeah. him more in I, the spots individually. Yeah, well, I didn't mean his. I actually enjoyed his spots. I thought his moonsault through the table was, I would give it like, it was it was a fantastic moonsault. It's Nothing wrong moonsault. with it. Um, Do you like the, um, the, the nuance like between Adam Cole trying to get at him throughout the match and not being able to because of everything they've gone through over the weeks? I mean... I think I have a problem with the match in general, with war games in general. I didn't realize, I, I guess I saw one back in the day, maybe a couple of years ago. I didn't realize it was like two people start and then one guy's team yep. member comes in and it's two against one. That's the whole thing, though. That's To me, that's it's stupid. Like, I don't, under, I don't get you, it. How, how do you, <laughs> I thought you said you've seen it before. How do you not know that? It's the whole gimmick. <laughs> I guess maybe I just saw when everyone was in. I didn't see the beginning. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> just flick on 20 and minutes also, into the match. And also, you can't eliminate anyone until everyone's in. And Correct. it only takes one pin to win. 
So yeah. yes. you can just have someone in a submission for like 10 minutes straight. He can't tap out, can't do anything. You, you break can't his let leg. someone get in that situation. You have to have other guys that come and do something about but it. But if you got two yeah. against one or three against two, like realistically, you're you're dead. It, but it's a gimmick match. You're, you're supposed to expect uh, the gimmick. Exa- you know? I like, think that's, yes. yeah, I don't know. So, so, so what, you're going to put him in a submission hold. So what? Just, you still have to wait for everyone to come just, out. So you're just, just down a guy, but... It's just not for like, I don't me, know. It's I guess. just, but these are all. You could say like, well, the Royal Rumble. Nobody's going to throw themselves out, but they all do. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. like you don't point these stupid things out if you want to overanalyze wrestling. No, it doesn't because make sense. Like, like, well, no, I just uh, the Royal Rumble is different. A, it's a classic match. It's a, it's a, it's a fun premise in wrestling. Is it perfect? No. I'm glad it's an NXT and it doesn't need to be on the main roster, but I'm glad it's around. Yeah, I agree, and that's that again. That's why I got to rank it number one. It. Uh, I agree that there were points where it was a bit slow, but I think the pacing that we got in this overall match, the story that it did tell, uh, and again, if you follow the story between Pat McAfee and specifically Adam Cole, uh, you get that impression, and you get the impression that uh, Lorcan and Birch and Pete Dunn, the bruiserweights, are there for the money, right? Pat McAfee outwardly says, these guys are here because I pay them to be here. They don't actually care yeah, about me. They yeah. don't care about this feud. They're here because they're getting paid to be here. Whereas the Undisputed Era, they're more of a four-man unit. And I, I just think it was a very enjoyable match. And it barely edges out the women's uh, War Games match, which was also, uh, in my opinion, phenomenal. Uh, especially Io Shirai doing some things I've never seen before. Uh, anyone do. Uh, so uh, overall, though, what did you guys think? Jordan, you said the main event was not your match of the night. What would you have to put? No, no, my main event wasn't my main event. The main event. <laughs> Jordan's main event of the nobody night. Nobody wants to talk about my main event. Jordan's main event of the night. That's right? my jingle. Oh, sorry, oh, right, sorry. Copyright. Um, no, it wasn't my match of the of the of the night on that show. Um, and we'll come back to that when we're we're going through it sure. a little bit later. But um, in terms of the match, I thought it was class. I really enjoyed it. I thought I'd get bored of seeing Undisputed Era in a War Games match because I kind of thought I've seen yeah. everything that they can do in that match, but I was wrong. Um, I think my favorite thing about the match is actually watching Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be pushing him pretty heavy in that match as Kyle O'Reilly, not Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and the Undisputed Era. They seem to be pushing him not as a singles competitor as such, but pushing him a little bit more, which was quite nice. Um, yeah. And obviously he got he got the win. He did. He got you the know? pinfall. He goes, uh, in one of the, he's yelling at him, he's like, and he says effing. Yeah. yeah he didn't yeah. want to say the F word, but then afterwards, like in the next sense, he calls him a bitch. Yeah, he's like, like, you, like, you stupid <laughs> bitch. He's like, yeah. bitch you is like, son of a bitch. Like, I was like. It's like uh, they tell them to say bitch. They have like a quota on how many bitches oh, yeah. they have they to say. Bitch quota, some bitches. For sure. Yeah. And I got it again. Give credit to Pat McAfee in his second match ever. Uh, first of all, the guy is charismatic as fuck. Like mm. this guy knows how to talk. I love his sweater that he had. It's great to be great. It must suck yeah. to suck. <laughs> it's just perfect for him. So he's smug. such a he's, smug. he's obviously like he's so fresh that he is. You know, he's he's over, there's sometimes you can tell that he over analyzes some stuff. Yes, like when he was on the top rope with um, Adam Cole, and Adam Cole goes to push him off yeah, he, the top rope and through the table you can tell he's like right okay psych myself up psych myself up okay i'm gonna jump and i need to make sure i hit that table and it's like there the, is you know, massive it's not fluid leap. it's not second nature there is no, also yeah he leaped backwards for sure 
but yeah, it didn't look like somebody had pushed him. Yeah, it but reminds me of that what? Batista gif that that people saw when someone pushed Batista and he like steps back a couple feet and he, <laughs> yeah. and he falls yeah. over. But or not Vince quite, McMahon but... when he was on the side of the cage and he slammed his yeah. head into it and then he sprung backwards into the announce <laughs> yeah. table. That's it. But I mean, this guy I didn't even realize. I think we brought it up last time he wrestled in NXT. This guy is is still relatively quite young. I think he's mm. in his twenties or early thirties, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's um, I think he's like thirty-two or something. Yeah, like he's that. he's he's very young, and just as a personality, I don't expect him to ever be a full-time wrestler. But as someone who can fill in for storylines, uh, make him make him GM of NXT one day if, when Mister Regal yeah. Uh, yeah. steps aside. I think that would be a good a good heel GM who can get in the ring and a heel gm who can take a bump and also has far too much money and will just throw it around to make a point on exactly. the show exactly yeah I'm exactly down for that. that's quite that's so a good i mean gimmick. don't overuse him because then he becomes stale but uh yeah, yeah for just storyline purposes i thought he was great too so this one gets my habit i'm just starting it off right now the men's war games match if I if I could do a one A one B I would, but the men's just edges out the women's because I liked the pacing a bit better. Although the women's again some amazing amazing hardcore yeah, creativity yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in the women's match as well. And I don't know if we want to talk about war games more later or if we go. Jordan, you said that you didn't think that that was your favorite match of the night, even though it sounds like you really enjoyed it. So what was your favorite match of that pay per view? Yeah, if you want to get into it now, um, honestly, my favorite match, and I think it's because I haven't watched NXT properly for a while. Um, so before this, the last few days, I've just been catching up with some of the stories and seeing what's going on. And my favorite match was actually Cameron Grimes versus Dexter, Dexter Lewis. Loomis, the strap match. Um, yeah. Gimmicky as hell, and I knew what I was... I was expecting with a strap match, but man, Dexter Lewis, he looks good. I, yeah. I like his, I like his gimmick. I like the way he looks, the fact that he doesn't talk, that he's, um, I can already picture him, for example, <clears throat> against somebody like Roman mm. because the, it just, he just fits his, his gimmick, the way he looks is Tash. Who has a mustache? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He pulls it off so well. He just looks great. Um, and then to see him in the ring and he didn't hold back. I wondered if, because I wasn't sure how old he was. I wondered he's, if he was kind of developing still, but he seems to be, he he's seems got to a, be a little bit older. He's kind of yeah. like um, Bob, Bobby Roode when he came to NXT. Yeah. he's You know, he's been in the Indies for a while now. He's obviously come to NXT and it's more of a proving ground rather than a developmental thing. I think it's also more to get that gimmick uh, refined. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Just kind of iron out some of the creases and whatnot. But yeah, I, I, he is class. Um, I really enjoyed watching him. Because he will have to start speaking at some point, won't he, if he wants to get over? He does occasionally. Like, doesn't have to talk a lot. Yeah, he does. He does. It's true. He can. So, But that's the thing. But we don't really need to worry too much about that because everything yeah. else he does just now, we seem to be enjoying. And it's just I him don't know standing he, in a room drawing fit. little photos and whatnot. Yeah, let's be real. A lot of this card that I was looking at and I was going, why aren't they on the mineral? And I go, okay, there's a lot of people on this card, like Dexter Loomis. You know he's going to be big eventually. I think he's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Love the character. Love the gimmick. He's a good wrestler. Looks a little like Stone Cold, which is funny. And I, It's funny you say that. I watched with a buddy, um, and he said the exact same thing. He just His face looks the, like Stone Cold. Again, 
I was watching it earlier today and I just kind of instantly went, ah, Stone Cold, because he did the whole um, Irish whip off the rope and then Luthes Prez. Mm. And I was like, yeah. cool. Like, he's, he's so like Stone Cold. Speaking crazy, of right? Stone Cold, but, yeah, real quick. Yeah, he will. Absolutely. I, I think he's one of the, the hottest prospects uh, on NXT. I think it's only a matter of time before he's up on the big show. Speaking of Stone Cold. And I was going to say, yeah, there's no room for him on the main card yet. Not That's yet. where I was going with that. That's all. There's just no, he doesn't fit anywhere right now. That's all. Absolutely. I, I should mention real quick on, on the topic of Stone Cold, a funny moment that uh, I think most of us would have caught is uh, the ending of the North American Championship match when uh, Johnny Gargano won with the assistance of the ghost faces, as they called them. And uh, Austin Theory revealed himself. It was like, uh, it's me, Austin. Oh. <laughs> Which I thought was... It was so cheesy. It was so good. It was. And why, why him, me. I'm not sure, because I didn't uh, care about him when he was no. tagging with... On for that gimmick angel Garza to make that joke is. is all worth it just to say that joke yeah, yeah maybe that was the whole payoff right Not there <laughs> and yeah. i couldn't i couldn't go away from war games either without talking about a match that didn't take place in war games but might have been the most brutal and violent match of the night which was timothy thatcher versus tomaso champa this was just holy shit hard hitting yeah fight like I, I, I can't even call it. It was, it was a fight. It was a brawl. It was, but it was great, and and I, I liked it because it's, you know, even my valet was like, wow, these are actual wrestlers because we'd seen so many other things, and obviously this followed the um, women's match, which I want to talk yeah. about after. Yes, of course. But you had a guy who comes out just in the tights, doesn't no gimmick, doesn't really say much, just looks like a tough guy and just wrestles like a tough guy. Champa comes out with a bit more gimmicky gear, but then takes that off and he's just in like the pants. And yep. these guys just beat the crap out of each other. That kick to the head oh that made God. his ear bleed. Yeah. That was crazy. And he just kept going. I was like, he's got to be concussed or his ear is ripped open. Yeah. Yeah. And now Something Jordan, crazy. I know he has no knee like pads, just, so you're not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I Again, I don't watch much NXT. I won't lie to you. Um, but I, I'm comparing him to Drew Gulak. Because the, his gimmick is exactly the same, so yeah. why why do I enjoy watching Timothy Thatcher now that I've watched him in a match more than Drew Gulak? Because realistically, yeah, they're they look the same. Yep. yep. Yeah. Their wrestling style is the same. Very Their gimmick is exactly the same. That they're both wrestling, you know, technicians or whatever. So yeah. why do I like one more than the other? Why do you? I I, I don't know. I, he's I, maybe he's I, uglier. I will say Thatcher's got nicer knees. I will see (laughs) Tim Thatcher. I don't know if anybody in uh, Timothy Tim. uh, I don't know if anybody in the business right now has better facial expressions than Timothy Thatcher. Maybe because he is so freaky looking. Yeah, he makes use of his face, which is important. But he looks like a sadistic son of a bitch. Like he looks like he genuinely enjoys the. Yeah, it looked like they were just giving receipts back and forward the entire exactly. match. It was one of the stiffest matches. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of watching WWE's thinking, oh, like, he's, oh, he's obviously, God. he's done something, he's getting a receipt for that. Yeah. Oh, and why is he yeah. getting a receipt for giving a receipt? Like, yeah. it just seemed like the whole match, which is great, yeah. right? As and, an old school fan, like, this is what we want. Like, yeah. And that watching them stare each other down at the end, Parmy wants them to face each other again. Parmy wants them to team up and just, like, destroy everybody. Wow. <laughs> as a tag Interesting. team. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I think both of, both of them could work. 
Both of that's really work. that's a good way to bring them both up because again, those are two guys that I'm looking at, and I'm looking at Champa specifically. But I'm like injuries. The way yeah. they're going right now is injuries for sure and size. Yeah. He's a smaller guy, and we know what they're doing with smaller guys right now. Yeah. It's another big guy era. It feels like in WWE at yeah. the top of the card. That's why you think like, a guy like Dexter Loomis has a higher chance of, of reaching higher because of his size. Where, yeah, but that's the thing. If you think about the top prospects on NXT, Gargano, Adam Cole, uh, probably Champa as well. Yeah. Like these are three guys that have been around for a good number of years now in NXT, destroying the show and the entire card. And yeah. they can't make it to the main roster because you've got somebody like Roman Reigns, who is nine foot tall, eight foot wide, and would literally flick one of these guys out of the ring. So it does it's not believable, you know? That's it. I love Johnny Gargano. I love Finn Balor. Yeah. I love Champa. Yeah, yeah, but can you realistically see any of those guys standing up to a Roman Reigns, to a Drew McIntyre? Not with the or, way those guys are to, being built. Yeah, they've got to get through uh, Braun Strowman just to get to the number one contender pitch. I mean, come on. It's not believable. It's so true. Yeah. That's really tough. I mean, Balor as the demon is the only one out of all of those because he has some sort of history of being in the main card. But even none of those guys should be able to beat Kevin Owens. No, I will say not, Damian not, Priest not at six ten, I think might have it, or six nine, whatever. He's a big he's guy. Big for sure. I think Damian I think Priest he could probably get up there when he's ready. I, the guy that got injured too, they got the injured arm. Carrying Cross, Carrying Cross teased his return. Soon. Yeah, a little return mm. coming soon, yeah. hopefully. So Brad, I know uh, you transition to... though. Uh, yeah, perfect transition into the women's match because again, when we look at the women that came out here, and it feels so much more, and even you know. Because I watch older stuff, even my valley was like, this looks like the other show that you watched, like, looks more like AEW or WCW. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a WCW show for sure, especially with the, when you start off with the women's match and the, the, the characters that were coming out during that. Not that I dislike them, it's just a, a lot different than you'll see on the main card with Lana and people like that, right? It was yeah. a very different contrast. Not that it was a bad thing. You know, the first thing I thought was, why is Ember Moon in this match? I think she could still have a place on the main card, but it was like she's coming back from injury. Maybe they're working her way back up. I'm not sure. But again, I don't know if it has something to do with her look. She looks a little different than she did before she left, which is not a problem to me. Maybe working that out a new gimmick. It, it's interesting because I... So the reason for me anyway that this was not as good as the men's match is not because it didn't flow as well or anything like that. My problem is I could tell a difference between the Rhea Ripley's and the Io Shirai's and somebody like, um, what's her name? Green hair? Shotzi Blackheart or whatever. Yeah. There were moments in that that I'm like, oh, okay, you've either oversold it or undersold it or Mm -hmm. you've not taken that bump correctly or, you know, classic things like you've never been in this kind of match, so somebody throws you a cell and your your hands are on the cell and you're guiding your head onto it. And it just doesn't, I, th- I think it's an experience thing um, because yeah. some of these guys are a little bit newer and it, I don't think it was sold as well. But then you see somebody like Io Shirai and I'm like, wow, okay, cool. She's insane. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they can have saved the match. Yeah. I but, think, uh, you know, the entrances were all really cool and everything like that. I definitely, this, match definitely missed a crowd this is one of those matches where an nxt crowd would just be huge and would, this pay-per-view as a whole with a crowd would have been so much different and it would have given it such a different energy 
You know, like, they brought this much energy without a crowd. Imagine what it would have been with an NXT packed yeah. house. It would have been fucking sick. Um, but like you're talking about, the kendo shots and stuff before Candice comes in are weak. They're mm-hmm. garbage. Horrible. Don't use a kendo stick. Yeah. Don't use a weapon. If you're going to hit someone in such a like disrespectful manner that yeah. you know that it's so disgustingly fake, I couldn't take it. But then she came out and Candice started beating the shit out of people with it. And I think it woke everybody up and it got a lot yeah. stiffer after that. Not everybody's I... like that, Rhea Ripley and stuff, obviously, but a lot of it was really... I, I don't think that's acceptable. You have, if you're going to use a weapon, you have to hit them. At it least felt in a convincing like they were fashion. holding back. Just, just a exactly. Bit. They were Lots back. of holding back. One, one thing that, and maybe this is unfair, but it, it does get to me because it, it, it pulls away from what I'm watching. If I see somebody like Roman Reigns pick up a steel chair and smash it off the back of Kevin Owens, I'm like, oh bloody hell, that was insane. But when the chair is the same size as the person that's picking it up and they just they can't even lift it above their head properly and it's kinda it's too heavy and they're falling over and everything like that, it does lose a little bit of the uh, you know, this is this is brutal kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe they just need to find a different weapon to use because it would make more sense that way. Kendo sticks were fine. Beat they should have each other with them. I know yeah. it stings, but you're going to get some marks, and it is what it is. And I mean, they ended up getting hurt anyway. Look at Candice ended up hurting her arm yeah. or shoulder, or whatever. There yeah. were some brutal spots in it, though, for sure. I mean, I like the oh. stuff. Where, what's her face? Lockhart or Love or someone? She's locking people out <laughs> of the thing. Whatever her face is. Um, um, see Blackheart. No, that's the other one. The oh, other one that looks um, like Christina Aguilera. Like her only gimmick is she looks like an oh, old version Tony of Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Tony Storm, that's her name. The blonde, the the, the blonde-haired. Uh, yeah, with the yeah. it's she got the same hair as you know Christina Aguilera had. Yeah, a, that's yeah, what from, her gimmick looks like. Dirty, she's trying yeah. to be Christina. Like I just I don't get it yet. I think she still needs to work on that, for sure, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Locking people out was really funny. You know, EO having to get in with the the garbage can. Obviously, we have to mention mm. that because it made its way around the Twitterverse. Yeah, putting in the garbage can, then jumping on everybody. Yeah. The stomp on the garbage can was much more brutal though. Oh yeah, she couldn't even get her out. That's like that? I don't. What's Dakota, I mean, Kai? Dakota Kai? Dakota Kai. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. once you're in the garbage can, right, you don't know when that's actually There's coming no down on you, on. right? No, no, no. So that's it, even more. It was so crunched that she couldn't get out. And I'm like, what yeah. if that thing like punctured her? And like you can't get her out. It's like Insane. punctured. Like, yeah. Much more dangerous uh, gimmick than it looked like. So definitely good job there. And uh, Dakota Kai. You know what? I've always, I kept saying like all the NXT I've watched, I've always been like I immediately dislike her, which is a credit to her because. That's her gimmick. She's you're supposed to not like her. Yeah. And again, in this match, she put on a fantastic effort. Um, she did. You know, stiff, stiff <laughs> match there. She was the first one in, and was involved all the way until the end. It was some really, really brutal bumps. She took some yeah. really tough ones. Yeah. I think Rhea Ripley like wrapped her with her belt that she took off during match was a nice, another nice uh, spot. And yeah, fucking she, tossed her. She took like a oh springboard uh, off the top rope DDT from Ember Moon onto chairs. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the final, sick. the finishing spot, uh, Raquel the Gonzalez powerbombing. That's something you saw oh, when wow. you saw yeah, uh, Sheamus do that to Sin Cara uh, 10 years ago. He needed yeah, to get yeah. like carried out on a stretcher. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that, I mean, yeah. I, I remarked this in the moment. And again, uh, this is just a testament to the state of women's wrestling now. It's like no disrespect to uh the, the 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 women's wrestlers that came before but i can't see tori wilson doing this i couldn't see you no. know or, no. the kelly kelly doing something like this it, it's just it's it's quite interesting how how far we've come and and it, it's yeah, my hat was off uh, i did not expect such brutality 
Ray Ripley. And you know, there, were some, <laughs> there, were some, there were some brutal spots, like the double spot they tried to do off the turnbuckle. Like, yeah. too many people involved, too complicated of a spot, and it totally takes you out of the moment. So, like, that was, yes. like, there's, like, the, the non-hard uh, kendo shots, and then that, I was, like, those two things took me out, but the rest of it, absolutely great. Yeah. Um, Dakota Kai, I think, is uh, main-level talent eventually. Rhea, obviously. Candice, for sure. Um, EO. Uh, Those ones are all all ready to go. And the the women's division needs people. And I thought all of them, any of them, could be moved up uh, at any point, in my estimation, and do a great job. Like I said, I think for me, this uh, pay-per-view, it it was my favorite that I've seen this year. Five matches, because two of them are, you know, war games matches yeah, but every long, match yeah. had its spot on the card there was a reason for this match to be here it wasn't just two guys who decided to start start something the week before and and get into something everything was booked properly and and it flowed really well so i was just i, I think I the only one you didn't mention was the triple threat yes that's true and the triple threat was good the, the it was okay it was my least interesting just because the ending was a little schmozzy mm. but it's to push Question the storyline i get on... it on the triple threat, do you mm-hmm. think Damien Priest meant to knock down the barrier and then a woman who fell into another barrier? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't. Do think you think so. that was deliberate? No. Because he's no. literally standing there shaking his head, grabbing it, going, "I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I think <laughs> I think that was more the fact that he, because the whole uh, the whole uh, the whole storyline leading in was Damien kind of helped Leon Ruff win mm. the championship in the first place. Yeah. And so Damien's trying to be like, nah, you know, we're, we're going to fight Johnny together. Uh, he was almost like protecting him. And Leon's like, no, no, of course I won this. Cause I, you know, I won this. Stop trying to baby me. Stop trying to, yeah. you know, insulate me. And so Damien kept trying to tell him to get out of his way. Right. And then eventually I think he just heated moment. Then yeah, the domino effect is kind of funny. <laughs> it was good. What are you yeah. looking at there, Jason? You look uh, upset. What? No. What are you looking at? Internet. <laughs> My internet speed. The video is all uh, pixelated, and it keeps saying uh, dropping video because of internet mm. quality. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Well, we can move on from war games. I, I, like I said, yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it very, very much. I hope you guys did too, and we can. No, it uh, sucked. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> Jason, thank own. you for participating in that whole. You know, I didn't minutes. watch it. What do you want me to exactly. say? Exactly, didn't oh, watch I want it. you to say you're sorry, and you should should have watched it. No, nah, I watch everything else. I don't care about NXT. Sorry, well, you missed <laughs> the best wrestling content of the week. Sorry to you. Actually. The main event watch. sucked. Yeah. Sucks. So I can well. only assume the rest sucked. We and can to say that the last match sucked is crazy. Yeah, okay, it didn't nuts. suck. It definitely didn't suck, but it's just not my style. I, I didn't yeah. personally that's, enjoy it, but I definitely fair. understand that's why fair. other people enjoyed it. Did that's you actually fair. like watch it? Watch it, or were you like I watched the whole main event, the whole thing at work? No, at home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I just wanted let's... to get you there. Do you guys want to jump into one good, one bad, or is there specific things you want to mention from Raw and AEW? Let's um let's jump into one good, one bad, and hear what Jason enjoyed from the week. We'll finally hear from Jason. Welcome to the podcast, bud. Tag me back in. <laughs> Hot tag, I... Jason, you're in. <laughs> uh, actually, I wrote no- I wrote notes. <laughs> um, I would say I watched SmackDown the most. I watched both SmackDown and Raw, but I kind of skipped through Raw a little bit just because it's three hours. You know, SmackDown is so digestible. Um. 
like a biscuit. one thing I'll one thing I'll say about SmackDown. Are you doing the one good one bad? Or are you just gonna say one thing and uh, then say a bunch of other good things and? Um. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just because you've done that before, and I don't want you to take someone's good or someone's bad, because you you know you tend to rattle off a couple. I'm a rattler. What can I say? The rattlesnake. <laughs> the rattle. R a d d. Rattler snake. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, once one surprising good from SmackDown, then my one good from uh, SmackDown, I actually kind of like the back and forth between uh baron corbin and the mysterio family i feel like they built upon it like you know it's only been two weeks really right and then the second week he's like i'm gonna be prepared next week and he comes out with these cronies these these uh (laughs) king this kingsman you know his little his little uh helpers and uh, apparently Mm. they're the lost sons or something they used to be the tag team yeah oh the forgotten forgotten sons sons. yeah they were a tag team (laughs) the lost sons (laughs) the people didn't like him used to call them the lost sons of bitches they're the lost boys they were they were following peter for a while so they're apparently like a really they're uh, were they good they're a good tag team no Oh, no one liked them. Well, no, they're legit one, wrestlers. Wasn't one yeah. of them a Trump supporter or something? I heard. Uh, That's why he they got... removed that guy. That guy. That guy <laughs> okay. Got, yeah. He's not there. The Jack, other two Jackson, are Jackson, Jackson Riker. Riker. Yeah, they got rid of him. Yeah. But they have Steve Cutler and uh, Wesley Blake. Uh, the, the two other that two are still survived. There. Yeah. Okay. Have they but, mentioned? Uh, because I've missed it. Maybe have they mentioned the fact that Wesley Blake used to tag with Murphy? Uh not that I know. No, of. Not that I know they don't even because have Murphy's obviously... first. That was Bl- uh, Buddy Murphy, not yeah, Murphy. Yeah, this is a new guy. Yeah. This is yeah. Murphy. A whole new man. I am. Um, yeah, my apologies. Yeah. What up, Murphy? Different guys. Muddy Murphy. Yeah. Muddy Murphy. But yeah, um, I just, I enjoy it. And what I, like, the way I put it is like, I hate how Murphy got there and it doesn't make any sense to me, you know? So I just ignore how he's associated to the family, like how he got there, you know? Like just ignore all that crap that happened before and just kind of. Just believe it's, him and Ali have been dating for years. Oh, yeah, no. and it's uh, inter- interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, one year. Just one year. <laughs> one legal year. They've been dating for years. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like it. Because I've always been a Baron Corbin supporter to a certain degree. Like I don't think he's the best thing ever, but people are so hard on him. But he never really was given anything to work yeah. with, especially this king gimmick is like how you uh. bury people, not how you build them. <laughs> But uh, I was just—I found everybody like, that's done the whole king thing. Yeah, sucks. Except for like Booker King Booker. Bo- yeah, Booker. he yeah. killed it. But Booker, one. B- but Booker T is an all-time great. Yeah, Booker T. Booker T is—he's so good. He's underrated. He's so so good. Underrated. Yeah, good point. But um, yeah. Anybody else I can think of that's done the whole king gimmick? Yeah. For a short amount of time, if you just win King of the Ring and then you do it for like a little bit. Couple, okay. two or three weeks up to the next pay per view. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And obviously, we're not mentioning Jerry the King Lawler because no, because he that was didn't get right. it. He didn't get it from winning the stupid tournament. He is yeah. the king, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just enjoy it. I think Corbin, you know, he's he's a good classic heel. He, he, people love to hate him, and I think if he's given good stuff, people will hate him for the right reasons, not the mm-hmm. Xbox Heat reasons, you know. And it's just Lana. a nice little back and forth, and it's kind of weird because like. Uh, Murphy is cheating, you know, with the the face family apparently, and, and they're both kind of heels in, in the way it's set up. It's just like an interesting little thing. I'm 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 curious to see where it goes. Um, it, that's like a you know a moderate like. Um, as far as a bad, uh, man, I got plenty. Moderate um, like. <laughs> oh, okay. The bad, the Carmella. The baddest bad. 
The Carmella and Sasha Banks interview was maybe one of the hardest things I've had to watch on TV. <laughs> that was going to be mine in my entire life, I think. Yeah, that and I, I just want to know. I just want to know if I'm being too hard. Like you guys can let me know, or <coughs> or if I'm on point and you guys thought it sucked too. Like neither one of them are believable. No. Um, they both come off like they're in some high school drama or something. It makes no sense, especially for a champion. Uh, and uh, obviously Carmella just comes out of nowhere and she's bragging. She didn't do anything. No one really cared about her when she was there. She comes back. We're supposed to care about her when she hasn't done anything except just like knock down Sasha Banks like on the ramp. It isn't her fault. Give her a give her a good run. Give I her agree. A, I'm not. I'm not faulting her. Package. Like I don't care. I'm, I'm not feud with anybody. Yeah, I'm not faulting I know, I'm Carmella. No, I never said you said that, but I just want to. Well, you know, I am partially clear, but... partially because I still don't think she did very yes. well with what she was given, but also Correct. what she was given did suck. Yes. And uh, you know how I feel about Sasha Banks, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in the ring and yes. on the mic. I just don't care what she's got to say ever. I, I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it. So she doesn't it, have a gimmick. Like, what is her gimmick right now? She's just Sasha Banks. She's no she's, longer even the boss Sasha Banks, in my opinion. Yeah. Now uh, she's just like she's Sasha high, without it's Bailey. Like, it's like two, she's just lost. Yeah. High school Sa- students Sasha fighting Banks. over prom queen, not over a yeah. WWE title. It's like a high school play acting yeah. quality. It's it's just not. Oh, it's worse. Yeah. It's just not it's good. Just, the way They're I was bought into their characters. No, I'm because like, you don't have them. Carmela's yeah, character is so fresh. She doesn't actually have a character. Mm. She says, I'm being me. But again, we spoke about this last week. That's not the, the me that we see on social media. So that's a lie. So her gimmick, <laughs> yeah, her character is not her. So it's not had time to develop. And then Sasha, honestly, she she's just Snoop Dogg's cousin. That's all she is. No. And it's as a character, that's they mentioned that more than anything else. Like, okay, she's a bad friend to Bailey. Uh she's a really good wrestler. And she's related to Snoop. I need more. That's it. She's there's nothing else. Why are we not talking about There is, but you know what I mean? It's not like prevalent enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. So basically the less Sasha talks, the better. Should give her the Roman Reigns treatment. Make her speak more calm and menacing, less corny and generic. Why can't you know? she have a manager too? Turn her heel um, and make her join the Robert Stone brand. Yeah, make her join Roman Reigns' family. It was just, it was just so bad. Like, uh, do you guys agree? Am <laughs> I being too hard on that segment? It was, or was very, that segment? It wasn't like I don't want to say it was like difficult to watch, but it was just it was it was, it was awkward. It was, it was yeah, it, was, it, it is difficult. It didn't to connect. Watch. It, was, it, didn't connect. it was hard to watch. It's, you think I'm I'm the hot chick? Well, oh my goodness! I'm the man. hot chick. It's so <laughs> bad. Gonna beat and you. Then he's like, for your title, I'm gonna beat you for your title. It's like, oh, shut up! My she God. reminds me of a Psycho Sid promo. <laughs> I prefer Psycho Sid. I just had some passion behind yeah, it, like, you know, <laughs> misguided botch passion. But I still. have half the brain that you have. <laughs> misguided, yeah. misguided botch passion. I'll take yeah. over. Not knowing your, he knew his character. He's That's a true. big psychopathic dummy. <laughs> That's but, true. It, um, worked. it worked. I it think worked. we said it before. I think if Corey Graves was to join in on Carmela's gimmick, I think we'd all love it. Oh yes, it would be so good. You're right, hundred percent. He could be her manager. Imagine, because like, I think she was, has. Yeah, if he was the manager, or or even just on commentary, he he spoke about her all the time, and just that that would build her. He could bring the natural the naturalness yeah. out of her, and I think yeah, she has absolutely. the potential. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yes, huge. She could be. I mean, she's got the ability in the ring. She's maybe not. Champion she's maybe not perfect. Face. No, but she's she can, got the yeah. ability. She's she very can, good. She, yeah, 
She can go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's a former champion, apparently, which Sasha reminded me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. Really? <laughs> you are. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's my bad. And I just want to slide one other little bad in. Um, when uh, Ricochet and Dana Brooke were talking uh, in the oh, back, like, uh, for Raw and then... The, and, um, that's my middle. other bad. Oh, just when they're talking? Really? <laughs> No, there's no way. No, this little thing. Yeah, and, and Riddle shows up with the bro the bro nuts, which is cool. I think Riddle did a good job mm -hmm. going around with his bro nuts. But they're just the way they were pretending to like like scout the match or prepare for the match was so horrible. And I need someone to rescue Ricochet out of the sunken place because I don't like he's yeah. like he's now he's with Dana Brooke. Like someone help this guy. He's so they, talented. I need better for him, please. It's a, it's a shame because they brought him up from NXT literally just before um pandemic and all that kind of nonsense yeah. so he had absolutely no time to develop as a character on the main show he's so good though i remember they he should have so just they should have went do you know what go back down to nxt yeah like if they can do some good match yeah if they can bring finn back down why not yeah. send ricochet back or down again. Yeah. i mean maybe he's Let's maybe watch. he's moments away from being in the u.s title picture the intercontinental title picture we can only hope. anything just not with dana brooke get him away from dana no. brooke please uh, I don't know how you could put that on TV. Their little like powwow or whatever it was, like little meeting discussing the match. It was so ridiculously bad. It was like some okay. YouTuber's movie. I have skit. to do it. it. I swear it was going to be my bad. It's circled here. I had number one, the Sasha and uh, Carmella. Number two, Dana in her promos. Okay, I can't take it anymore. Oh, just okay. Her promos. Okay, okay. The, she is like laughing and smiling as she's trying to be angry, which right away tells you she's not in character. You. She doesn't There's, have a character. WWE has done this before. They <laughs> they had it, someone on Tough Enough, and they were smiling all the time. They're like, you can't smile all the time if it's not a funny thing. They're like, but I just smile. Well, it's not you. It's your character. I and think. And if you can own it and make it work, great. But guess what? It's not working, so you have to change it. They, they weren't able to change it. She is supposed to be angry and furious and, like, going at her in this promo and supposed to be a tough guy. She's supposed to be acting tough, and she's got this little smirk on that lets you know that she's not really serious about it, and it just... Well, maybe so she can't not smile. Bad. Maybe it's just has to, you know, maybe she can't not We've smile. We've seen promos where she hasn't, and it, you, you have to not be able to, because otherwise you're not in character. You're Dana Brooke right now, or whatever your real I name mean, is, trying to be Dana Brooke, which I don't know. And look, I know I'm being hard on them, but that's one of those things that you have to be. Being you're hard, in, uh, being realistic. You're paired up with Ricochet. He deserves better. Come on. You got to live up to it. You got to uh, honestly stay in Ricochet, all I ask. Ricochet is on her level the way they've developed him, though. Like, I'm saying, right. like, in storyline, like what he's been given, he is that low on the card. I don't but... mind the fact that he's paired with Dana Brooke. If Dana Brooke, if there was a reason, if there was heat, if there was some some story and she was in character and she's killing it, there's so many other people that I mentioned earlier in NXT and everywhere else that have these things flushed out and they're ready to go. Well, guess what? You're on the main roster. You're not going to be there long if you don't figure this out. Stay in character. Get your character stronger. Go too far and they'll bring it back. Yeah, I mean, because anyway, she's, she's she's a physical <laughs> specimen and she's a good athlete yes. from the looks of it. And I don't, she, yeah, she, you yes. know, but character no wise, she's, she's never had a character. She's never been good on the mic. She's never been interesting, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. it just hurts you even worse when you do that. So anyway, yeah. all right. Why don't we send it over to Ryan the Wax Mamba? This is, when you say bad, I can't stop. Sorry, there's so much. I know. I just yeah. want to keep ah. them. Keep them ready. I want because as soon as all of us are done, it should be one good, five bad, five bad. <laughs> because you don't know if the other people are going to say them, and if they do say them, no, you're absolutely right. Up later, it's you're absolutely good. right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Jason. 
Darkness uh, Jason sitting in the dark here. Well, I'm trying to think of a the, good. The what? I'm, I'm trying to think of a good, honestly, Jordan the Fiend? because my good was going to be NXT War Games. That that was my good for the week. That's fine. That's it's, fine. Right. I think I'm going to heard keep enough it. about that. It's yeah. I mean, I don't have much more to say. It was it was just the bright spot of the week. It was clearly the bright spot of my year, almost uh, wrestling wise. At <laughs> <Yeah>. least <laughs> it was really just for me. It was a. I don't want to give it a ten on ten or anything like that, but it was just, in my opinion, a really really high quality pay per view. So I, I never top four matches or top four pay per views of twenty twenty. Homework. Sure. Recap for the year, something like that. Yeah, in, year end. in our future, in our horizon. I don't know. Or just yeah. like top to the note. Top four matches. Just made note. the list. Top four matches. Just made, made the, the notes. <laughs> Ryan's will be a milky. Ours will be whatever we can come up with. So, but she's another liquid. Yeah, and also, <laughs> if the people want it, if you guys are interested in us having a Discord where we can discuss all these things with you and you can drop your feelings on the latest wrestling, let us know and we will open up a Discord mm-hmm. so we can have some Discord with you. Absolutely. Uh. So, uh, I, I yeah, again, I won't I won't go too much into it. Uh, we've said a lot about war games. War games already. It was <laughs> war games. There you go. That was perfect. That was beautiful. I, I um, but yeah, it just no match felt out of place. I didn't feel like oh, this is the this is the bathroom break match. This is the this is the <laughs> okay. Check my phone match. Every match felt purposeful. It felt uh, necessary. And it delivered. I, I don't think any the, mm. the the one match that I liked the least was the triple threat North American title match, but it was still a good right. match. It was still a good wrestling yeah. match, and it was still interesting to advance storyline. Why is Austin Theory there? I don't know, but I, I suspect we'll find out. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> hope so. You'll Otherwise, never find out. Sorry, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so that's still going to be my one good. I, I, I feel no, I see no need right. to change it. Uh, and my one bad, uh, it's funny that uh, Jason and Brad both mentioned uh, Dana Brooke. My, my, my one bad is not with uh, the promo. My one bad is with the match that ensued. Ricochet yeah. and Dana Brooke versus <laughs> our old friend could... Slapjack and yeah. uh, Reckoning. I just, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said it because I wanted to yeah, say it, but I left yeah, it. I figured you uh, you would bring it up, Jason, as well. It's just uh, I I don't want to be premature, <laughs> but I think this might officially be the beginning of the end of the retribution experiment, Whoa. and maybe it should be because it just I, it didn't work. It hasn't been working, and I don't think at this point there's anything you can really do to salvage it. They're not. I can't it's take so them seriously. Backwards. It's yeah. so backwards and broken that I was cheering for Reckoning and Slapjack and started to like them more during that match and started wanting them to win and didn't like the other two for beating them up because I feel bad for them. And then Ali screams at them and you feel bad for them. So I don't know. I mean, now I just have a lot of... I just feel bad for them. Like, Is that what they want? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Is he mu- Oh, Ryan, you're muted. Oh, yeah, Ryan's muted. What the hell? How do you get muted? I don't know. <laughs> Talked about, you talked like, about wait, Retribution, like... WWE muted you. <laughs> oh, Retribution, got him. Hello? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I wasn't on mute at, at any point. They don't want me to talk about Retribution. T-Bar. T-Bar was, sh- T-Bar was shooting on Twitter at me, saying, Wax Mamba, you think you're so milky? Well. Have a nice mute. 
I'm going to pasteurize you. <laughs> I don't know. I, can't, I couldn't think of, couldn't But thank think you of so much, Ryan, for bringing up that uh, point about retribution. Because yes, uh, to finish up my yeah, to finish up my point, half of the guys weren't even there. Couldn't be bothered to show up. T Bar and Mace, Mace, I haven't seen the man wrestle at all. I don't nope. think he's gotten into a match. Period. And he's the biggest guy they have because he's not a wrestler. Is he not? No. Oh well, then what's he doing? He's, Why he's, does he care that he's not getting enough attention by the WWE? He's, he's, the, <laughs> he's not even a wrestler. He's the equivalent huh? of um, Pat McAfee. Is he? he Remember, because he was, um, he got put through a table by Braun Strowman as himself when he was on commentary ages ago. And then, I, well, that's I, really, I, I can't that's, even believe you remember that. And then we never haunted. saw him again. And uh, he hell? came up and was like, I'm raging, mask on. And then, there you go. Well, I mean, that that is not a recipe for a successful wrestling faction and when one of them no. doesn't even wrestle um i, I don't think he anyway is yeah he's an american football uh player well really uh, yeah didn't either know. way either way uh that that segment didn't work you squashed two of your members the only ones who seem to wrestle like slapjack's been in more matches than all of them mm. and he's slapjack <laughs> why is he the one who's getting in the matches it's a big I know. paper plate mask looking ass. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 I don't know. It's just, you can't squash them and expect them to still, and I hate how the commentators keep building them up. It's like, oh, retribution. They're, they're dangerous. They're not. They, they can't even no, be I, Ricochet. Like, they're team who at this is like they're team a rocket. toddler. Uh, and yeah, That's what I'm saying. I uh, felt anyway. bad for them. I really actually wanted Ooh. something to happen because, you know, they're just, they're not scary. They're getting beat up so easily. Uh, it doesn't I, look like they have any chance of winning. Then Ali they, berates them, and they're like if Raw yeah. Underground escaped above ground. They're, they're that level of pitch. <laughs> and that that experiment ended. And I, I heard you guys' discussion, even though I could not contribute. I, I don't know that there's any way to salvage them at this no. point. I think I, they're just I would too far gone. Get rid of them. Yeah. I, and the worst part is that the Jackovit, what, how are you pronounce his last name? Mia Yim, Shane Thorne, all these wrestlers, uh, Ali himself, Mustafa Ali himself, they're all good wrestlers. Great. Bring them back as themselves. Yeah. Yep. It's time. Get them out of retribution. You're, you're actually killing their careers, which is the opposite of what the group is trying to do for themselves. I mean, you can just keep them going up until like uh, maybe Pat McAfee's contract is done, or maybe he's not supposed to be there, or his, his band of goons dissembles. Uh, if yeah. you're not going to bring up the other guys, you need a big stable down there. You can move all of Retribution back down, and they could be what they were supposed to have always been down there, and really cause some trouble and go crazy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still still doable. They're should, still salvageable on NXT. In they should opinion, never had had those ew. corny ass masks, and they should There's never have had the crazy like, um, you know, not pyro, but the Titantron tricks and all that stuff. It makes no sense if you're against the yeah. company that they're giving you all these perks. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. Anyway. Absolutely. <clears throat> one good, one bad, Ryan. Who's next? Who's <laughs> next? Who's next? Let's go to Jordan. Interesting. Um, okay. Before we dive into my one good, one bad for WWE, I am going to mention, of course, AEW. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one who watched it. Mm -hmm. I watched Brad the highlights. You've Brad seen some highlights. I just want to bring up a couple of points of um, rather than go through all of it. 
Um, firstly, we can't go the entire pod without mentioning. Woo! Sting. What was that? What was that? Of course. Sting. <laughs> Stinger. In AEW. Oh, Man, what absolutely is insane this shock is the wrestling world like, oh my god i he's I 60 I, he's, yeah he's 61 now i can't <laughs> believe he has signed a multi-year contract with AEW. do i think he's going to be cutting about doing wrestling matches every week no of course i don't but what is he doing i i i i'm genuinely intrigued to see what's going to happen he turned up he was just like yeah get out the ring yeah. You, mate, you've got face paint and all, and you, well, I've met you in WWE before. And then he just buggers <laughs> hey, off. I know you. Brilliant. I know you are. Brilliant. Right, buddy. Uh, I am so excited to see what they do with this, even if he is just uh, kind of like how Taz doesn't really wrestle in it, but he kind of has his team or whatever. If that's, yeah, the, that's what the, I'm expecting of, the way that they will go with Sting, I'm, I'm okay with that. That's absolutely fine. Sting's got his little band of cronies or whatever i will okay um it, oh it crow needs crow yeah, nice. a murderer uh, that cronies. sting can really wrestle anymore right he got stink? that neck injury he, he got that theory, stinger no but i guess sting we'll see. or stink um sting stinker <laughs> so, stinker sting yeah i'm i'm super Stang. excited about this i really want to know what's going to happen with it and uh yeah i'm excited to see Man. See what kind of angle AEW. AEW yeah, no bringing what, in all exciting. that new talent, baby. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing I want to bring up, of course, is the main event from last week, which was, of course, Kenny Omega competing to uh, win the AEW Championship against John Moxley. He beat him. Um, yep. He wow. did beat him. And like Good. clean, like super clean. It was nice. just. Do you not it think it's so? clean? It Is it clean? It wasn't clean. Yeah. Okay. Clean is you do your finisher and you pin him. Right? He hit him with a microphone. He was bleeding everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, clean? I, forgot, I forgot about but the microphone. Moxley actually. had thrown him into like a heater. A yeah. Heater. So there was like there was a bit of nonsense back and forth. But I would say, yeah, okay, maybe actually it's not clean. I mean, it was all. still it was. Mm-hmm. I would say it's it's definitive ish. Yeah. Was it no Ma- no DQ? The no, main referee nah. distractions. Distraction, uh, he was in the fair. heater. Doctor comes out to check on Kenny. Uh, oh, actually, do you know what? Yeah, do you know what I'm talking? Some other guy comes out and like it was the least clean the, thing in the he world. He up, bothered the referee. <laughs> Moxley was going to hit him with the microphone, but then oh yeah, yeah. He, he like tossed him, tossed Kenny Omega microphone. He I didn't even see under... it happen. Yeah, no, I know some kind of some kind of microphone passing that was really yeah. Sick. You're absolutely right. It was then the least banged clean... him in the head, blood everywhere. Yeah, so it was the least clean thing in the color. world. It, was, it was uh, that's what my I'm saying. Pants, it was, my pants were cleaner. So yeah, um, it was it was exciting finish. I don't mind it, but, but it's I don't interesting think it was 100 percent clean. The the guy who slipped him the mic is one of the VPs or whatever over on that's what uh, it is. Impact. Yeah. Oh, is it, I'm sure it's Impact. Mm. Um, yeah, so because I didn't know I, that guy. I don't know. I, who he is. Yeah, I don't know who Dana something. Um, yeah, that was but like the doctor. They seem to be <laughs> teasing this kind of cross-brand thing. Mm. Um, so if cool. that's what they're going to do, because obviously when they ran away, he was like, hey, wh- what are you doing? Why are you running away? And he was, oh, you'll find out on Tuesday. And obviously Tuesday being the day that they air their 
product. Right. Um, okay. So it looks like they're going to have a little cross-brand thing going on here, which is quite cool. Maybe they're going to merge. I don't know. Um, get the talent from one show on the other as well. So that's quite exciting. Um, and then finally cut, from cut AEW, of, of course, we have Shaq appearing tomorrow night on AEW. Really? What? Yeah. No way, really? <laughs> so Shaq will be on AEW tomorrow night. I don't know what he's going to be doing. He's going to talk about something. I believe he's going to call Shaq it Cody. Um, yeah, I believe he's going to call it Cody, and something's going to happen there. But uh, ah, that's either way, all no I know. What, that's funny. I'm, I'm down. I want to see Kenny, Shaq. <laughs> is Kenny a heel now? No. Omega? Yeah, I would say he's a heel. You would say he's a heel? Nailed him yeah. in the head with the microphone. <laughs> well, he Moxley threw him into a heater. Yeah, yeah, but nailed him in the head with a mic, and then um, well, maybe he uh, is. I don't know. Maybe just and then I, ran away like with the title. <laughs> then ran away with the title to another show. I mean, that's that what he pretty... did. He went on Impact. Well, I don't know if he's been on it. It's it's happening right now. Oh shit! <laughs> As we speak, it is happening. Um, Anyways. So yeah, interesting, but yeah, well, uh, there's there's some stuff in AEW. Anyway, back to WWE. My one good, one bad, um, and I have just checked, so you're aware. Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, is appearing on Impact tonight. Whoa, that's big. So it's huge. There, there is a cross brand thing going on there. Anyway, mm. um, in terms of my one good, one bad, um, I'm going to make it very easy. I didn't watch any of Raw and SmackDown. I only watched the highlights or like the top 10 kind of thing. My number one, and only because we spoke about it last week, um, is Natalia just fires into a sharpshooter and wins a match. Now, we said last week <laughs> she's credible. She can take a loss, and the next week she'll we win clean, and everyone's like, yeah, we expect that. It's Natalia. And Crazy. she did it. That's right? so weird, right? Yeah, it's so <laughs> Literally, when I saw that, I was like, excellent. I know what my good for the week is. Um, there you go. So Natty's that's class. Shooter victory, Jason. Did yeah, you see it? fine. Who did she beat again? I did see it, but I forget. She, she beat, beat Bailey. Bailey. She beat Bailey oh, clean there, there in was a little, No, there was some pish posh, I think. No, no, no. Distraction. Uh, no pish poshing. No? None? It was a sharpshooter. It was more like during the match. It wasn't involved in the finish. Yeah, not in the finish. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah, Bianca my, Belair was talking Bianca to her. Bianca Belair, with her weird yeah. glasses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, my one bad, now I wanted to ask you about this. So my bad, there is not a, a feud for a title just now that involves a champion and a challenger. So Drew and aj also has almost it also has miz it has sheamus and it has morrison roman yes. also has jay and kevin and paul Heyman. uh yes. bobby is seems to be facing anybody he likes for the u.s title but is also involved in the tag team picture with the new day so there's no proper and, feud. And mvp I don't is really always know. in his corner as well too yeah exactly so i don't Assistant. know what's going on there Asuka isn't facing anybody for her title, but she is in the tag, the women's tag picture. Now she's in a tag team with Lana. Yeah. Going for the tag Sammy, titles. Sammy seems uh. to be facing Daniel Bryan slash um, Rey Mysterio slash whoever. 
street profits are not doing anything. The only feud no, that they... is one on one is Sasha and Carmella. Hmm. Well, that's New, my... Day, New Day versus Street Profits, right? Is there anyone else involved in that? Yeah, no, the New Day. Cesaro no, that was only for, nowhere. You see Cesaro come back? For, um, what? Champion versus champion. Cesaro yeah, came back? Champions. Yeah. So there's, there's, no, there's no actual feuds. It's all just right, a big yeah. mess of it's nonsense. True. Did you see uh, Cesaro, is... though? But I, don't, I didn't see Cesaro come back. No. It, it, oh yeah, you didn't see SmackDown. No one's talked in, about in it in the back. In the backstage, uh, the Street Profits were doing a sick promo talking about everything mm-hmm. that's happening, and then um, Bobby Roode and uh, Dolph Ziggler come in saying, "That's when I turned it off." Yeah, we want the titles, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, so I skipped. Cesaro comes in. What about uh, me and Shinsuke? And Shinsuke wasn't even there. Like, where you been? What are you talking about? And Shinsuke was <laughs> yeah. just in the three on three Pat Patterson match without Cesaro. We didn't even know Cesaro was there. It's so stupid. That's ridiculous. But yeah, that's my one bad. There's no actual feuds. It's just everybody seems to be fighting and it's a good crawling bad. all over everybody. It it's just it's just bugging me that I'm not getting a storyline. You're giving me matches, and I'm like, cool, but I don't really understand what the consequence of these matches are because I don't see any progression in a story because there's no actual feud. So that's my bad. All right, so we'll get into my one good one pish for the week real quick. Um, I was going to go with... There's a, there's a few things that I like this week. Obviously, we covered war games pretty extensively, so I won't get into that. Um, first, of, first and foremost, I want to uh, just take a moment to recognize Pat Patterson and everything that he's done for wrestling. And yep. whether we knew it or not, whether we just... I mean, obviously, I just knew him as a crony in like with with briscoe you know patterson and briscoe and they're always a stooge he was just a stooge you know the two stooges with mcmahon which was still a great fantastic so entertaining and you know you don't realize how much you missed them until they weren't doing that anymore and pat patterson has been around wrestling he's a montreal treasure um first openly gay wrestler i mean i don't know there's so many things like the amount of overwhelming he was on the Legends House. It was actually funny. Like I, it's actually a good show. Yeah, it's actually it was actually really. They gotta bring that back. They Roddy bring running it. towards the full moon out there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Especially them because like they're just crazy humans. So like, I mean, it's so entertaining. Pat Patterson, all around. Uh, Rest in peace. Nothing but adoration and respect. Yeah. So yeah. thank you from the four Much jobbers respect. for everything. Thank you, you Pat. I was going to talk about Orton and Bray because I actually like where this is going, which is interesting, right? I mean, I I was not a big fan of this, um, but I do like what they're doing. But I'm going to go ahead and go with everything going on with Sheamus and Drew. I am loving the Sheamus and Drew bromance, and I know it's a controversial topic. No, nope. I'm, I'm on board. Gilbert, I'm on board. I'm on board. Controversial. <laughs> so Jason's on the train. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I like his black kilt though, Jordan. What do you think about the black kilt? with the chains and the things on it <laughs> again it's not his tartan so like it's just it. a he's repping other people's tartan tartans kilt, yeah but but the, there is such a tartan that is just black essentially and, that, right. and that's fine i don't have a problem with that but it's not yours i don't understand why they don't just give him that okay it's um drew mcintyre let him wear the mcintyre tartan is it because they can't sell it? They can't put it on toys? Is like maybe there's a, a copyright right. reason that the clan I mean, is going to come after WWE for their money? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, just this clan the up in the north right, of Scotland. Scottish just clan. like, <laughs> you can't be using your tartan in your wrestling show, son. 
<laughs> um, He's gonna maybe. bring his sword to the meeting too, and Vince will love is it. Is there? Um, oh, you want to work is, for me? Is there a Highland Games event for the briefcase toss? Briefcase toss that uh, briefcase Drew did. Uh, top. Man, he knocked out one of the panels. <laughs> that was so funny. He fucking yeah. launches it, and he—you can see it on his, his face. He like hesitated first, and then he fucking just like. <laughs> And then the Miz chasing it. it. That was great. That was so... Yeah, yeah the Miz yeah, goes yeah. after it like, oh my God, I can't believe he threw it. Miz and Morrison obviously adding to this feud. Those... And I think obviously I was really upset because I thought this feud was going to be... Or this this bromance was going to be over because I was like, obviously you know it's coming. Drew's going to hit him with the Claymore or vice versa. He's going to get hit with a bro. You know it's coming. And they did. And I was like, this is so stupid. And I was so mad about it. But then later, oh my goodness... They become friends again. They go into a bar or whatever. They go into, they have a little brawl in the back, <laughs> like a barroom brawl in the sort back. Of. And they get over it. They just become friends again, you know, and they start bickering and bantering about what's better, the brogue kick or the claymore and all of that stuff. So which move do you guys think is better, the brogue or the claymore? Which one would you rather get hit by? Oh. I, I would say, I would say the, uh, the brogue kick because the claymore he's literally jumping straight at you with you yeah, know he's at your eye level like he doesn't he's have like to both jump legs jumping me, but... straight up at you yeah <laughs> yeah and he's just like and he just goes at you like a big giant think, missile like oh my I'd god i'd have to pick the brogue kick is worse because i think seamus staying upright gives him more power and he just like thrusts okay. into it and but the, thrusts uh, your into face. it. Exactly. The claymore is like Luke are... Kang from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. It is a That's more true. superhero e, which is why I, I like it as a wrestling move more. Both are unpleasant, I'm sure. Unpleasant yeah, I would re- to be on the. It's <laughs> a good point. I don't think I would like to receive either. Jordan, we're just uh, asking, what would you rather receive, or what would be worse to receive, a bro kick or a claymore? Ooh. Because <laughs> um, that was part of their skit, they were arguing what would be, you know, who, oh, my move's better than yours. That's like the, the the banter they were having in the back. Well, one's pretty much always going to be in your face, right? The brogue mm. kick is always going to be a kick to the head. Whereas I feel like maybe the claymore is going to catch you in the 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 the, the giblets or something. You know, what if he, <laughs> yeah, he gets it a little bit low and he catches you right in the the meat and two veg? That might mm. suck. Um, I, I'm gonna. I, I probably would say I'd rather get a brogue kick than a claymore. <laughs> anyway, I just really, really enjoyed that. And then I actually watched them later on Raw Talk, and they were. Ta- Drew was talking about how he wants to lead by example with physicality, and I think he was kind of. I don't think that was just the character. I think that's like a message because Sheamus is notoriously stiff as a wrestler, and I think Drew is pretty physical as well and I feel like that's been stepped up and I feel like we saw that a lot in NXT and we're starting to see that a lot more around and with I think like Drew and Roman being at the top and with their buddies Jay and with Sheamus you know these are all guys that are you know still not old school old school but old school compared to what's going on now and I think they want to bring back that physicality and that brutality I think uh, I'm hopeful that it's coming that way and the bad I already talked about I talked about Dana Brooke and all of that business. Um, so maybe I'll jump over to... I watched the Bollywood Boys in one of their things. Do you guys know they're still together doing their thing on uh, 205 Live? No. Oh, really? And they're actually really funny. They One of them walks around with a camera and films the other one and tells like the WWE camera crew where to stand. And like, no, the lighting needs to be better for our shot. And like, all this stuff. So stupid. And he's wearing a, 
a WWE 2K19 sweater. And I'm like, wait, like <laughs> they can't give you a new one? Like, this old-ass sweater. So anyway, I just thought that was, you know, I wish they were doing more and then let's, uh, you know, throw them on NXT or something. I think they're, they're really hilarious. So I'll, I'll use that. Okay. Class. Valid. Was there anything else from this week that you guys want to get off your chest or talk about? Now is the time. Uh, Jason. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. sorry, when you go, Ryan. No, I was going to say I'm surprised that you liked the Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton feud. I might oh. be a hot take. This one might be controversial. I could not be less interested <laughs> no, in what's I'm going with on you. between wow. those guys I'm right with now. you. I, I just don't care. But I'll take I it further. get it. Uh, go ahead, Jason. I get rid of the Firefly Funhouse. I'm done with it. I hate it. Done yeah, with it. I just Stupid. I, Isn't it supposed I, I, to be though? No, it's supposed. It's, it's supposed still to supposed to be, to be like intriguing in some way, but it's just dumb. I don't like it. I'm over it. It's, it's supposed to be an alter ego, and I don't. You know, I, I see uh, when I because I, I always read um, other people's recaps of mm. Raw and SmackDown. I just want to make sure you know I'm not totally talking crazy if I say I like something or don't like something. I like to know that maybe it's rooted in some. Mm other people's thoughts and everyone I see is like, Oh, the fiend is great. Alexa bliss is great. Randy Orton. He's, he's great with this. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. If someone, uh, either one of you guys or one of a, one of our listeners can explain to me what is so great about this feud. I would love to hear it. I'm just, I'm bored. I don't, I don't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with Brad. I, I like it. I enjoy the fiend as a character. But like I said before, I think I said this a few weeks ago, I would much rather see Bray Wyatt, the character, in pretty much everything, and then the Fiend only comes out for certain stuff, in the same way that they do with the Demon and Finn Balor. Like, why why am I always seeing Firefly Funhouse for five minutes, and it's like, hey, I'm Bray, and then the rest of the time it's the fiend you can limit your options and what you can do if you've got this character who can't talk or do a promo he just has to turn up for five minutes randomly and then disappear um so yeah i think like up until now i haven't really been bought into it and i've I've spoken about it before i wasn't really into it and like i said the the handing over alexa bliss and stuff was weird and like there's a lot of weird stuff here it's not great but i'm i'm invested in it now and i'm start i want to know where it goes like i'm not just like i don't want to see this anymore sure if you got rid of the firefly funhouse i wouldn't really care or if you can make it better like this week even i couldn't hear what the puppets were saying i didn't have subtitles on so i didn't even know what like <laughs> low weird voices i was i don't even know what they said so i was like whatever i, I could do I without think, it but there's some think... interesting stuff happening between the two of them and i think like the lights went out and then the Fiend mask came on would have been such a better moment if we hadn't seen the Fiend for all of this. Yeah. If Randy was, if he's been teasing the Fiend, teasing the Fiend, teasing the Fiend, teasing it, and then boom, he's about and to lose he, the match, yeah. the light go out, boom, exactly. mask is on, gives him the mandible claw. Sick moment. I thought that Where's was sick, build? though. I like that moment. It's still a sick moment, a, but a in great my transition, mind, I was like, great that transition. Been so much better. But yes, yeah, that was, yeah, it was having awesome. trouble. Suspending 100%. my disbelief. Me too. Is the yeah, issue. I'm exactly. having trouble. Like now that we're in the firmly in the reality era, I think the furthest I can go, and we mentioned him earlier, is Dexter Loomis. I think Pat, once you get past sort of the Dexter Loomis line, I, I have trouble really caring and buying into the character. I don't I don't believe that the fiend is this supernatural. Is this supernatural 
being. It's, I know it's Bray Wyatt because he's done all these other things. And now that The Undertaker's gone, I think that almost shuts the door for me on those types of mm. booking, Yeah, I'm still open at least to for it. Me, I just don't personally. think they're doing it right. I think it was more yeah. believable before. Like, we weren't this upset with it when it was Randy Orton versus him the first time, you know, and they had... Was The Fiend involved in that at all, or was no, it just Bray Wyatt? No, Fiend, it was no, just Bray Wyatt. Yeah, so, again, Bray Wyatt. why didn't we draw it out more? And it's just like, but again, it's I think too much Fiend. The, the, that's it. The problem is Bray Wyatt is the alter ego. It's not the other way around. It's not The Fiend right, it, is yeah, the alter ego the it's, been marketed. it's like that, that The Fiend was catching on so hot with WWE that they went crazy with it, right? It was all over yeah, social just, media. And they, what did they do? Yeah. They go. They went, cool. We're just going to plaster it. that face everywhere. Yeah. And every single episode of Raw that we have that face, brilliant, because then we know the noise that it comes on. It's like, oh, the same noise that just goes, and the longer a segment is, yeah, now it's just annoying. Yeah, it's more annoying now than it used to be. Just let me see. Cut promos as Bray Wyatt. You know, come out to the ring. dig it into the ground every time. Yeah, just, nah, don't know. Annoying. Another thing that I wanted to bring up really quickly here is. WWE is having the Slammy Awards coming up soon. And one of the rewards is Superstar of the Year. And it's either going to be Roman Reigns, Asuka, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Randy Orton, Becky Lynch, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Charlotte Flair, or Braun Strowman. Hey, anyone else? Nominees anyone else Superstar nominated? Of the uh, year. Yeah, is that seriously. it? Uh, that is it. It just looks like they took Off their the top, top talent. Who is it for you? Roman. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, I wouldn't Drew, be yeah. I wouldn't be mad with Drew, but Roman maybe Drew. He tur- it turned me in from a Roman hater to a Roman Mark, so it's Roman. I I think Drew just has the overall body of work this year, though. Yeah, so that's he's it. Got a better body. Roman of work. Roman's only done half a year. He's got a better Drew's body been here for the whole year, <laughs> and he has a better yeah. body. Not by much anymore, but it's not by it's not by Roman's doing that he's away for half of the year. Of no, course, no, no, was, of course. But that's but just, yeah. You have to go with what you have. Yeah. But in my yeah, opinion, have, oh, yeah. what Roman is doing is the best thing all year. Therefore, he gets the nod, That's even if, even without the longevity. Did did more I with less time. I wouldn't be upset if Roman won. Concept. I wouldn't be upset if Roman no. won. Also, Bray in the uh, workout gear that he had on when he was flexing, he looked pretty jacked. Like Bray oh, Wyatt yeah. looks like he's <laughs> yeah. getting stronger, and I, I, I liked that. Like, he's like I think a he's, beefy uh, strong, not like a yeah, cut exactly. strong. Yeah, exactly. Bodybuilder, like looking jacked. Like So I thought that was good. Old more school. of that, more Bray Wyatt as that John Cena type character. I don't know. I thought mm. that was funny because I think they've viewed it before. So maybe that could work. Uh, the other one was Tag Team of the Year. This is the other one that they've released so far. Nominees are The New Day, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler, The Street Profits, Street Profits, The Golden yeah. Role Models, Who? Shinsuke Nakamura, who's and that? Cesaro, and that's it. Who's, wait, who's golden the Golden Role, role Models? Sasha, and, Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Who is your Tag Team It's got to be Street year? Profits. Surely. Street Profits, baby. They want to smoke I hope so. That'd be sick. I mean, it just... I don't know. Those uh, yeah, the, those I'd, I'd probably have to agree with Street Profits. Yeah. I think they, they were great all year. So as they continue to release them, I will continuously bring them up here on Lovely. the podcast and we could uh, share our thoughts on Superstar of the Year. And I think it's a good idea to help do this because it helps us take a retrospective look at the year Absolutely. that was. And maybe Jason's Homework of the Week will feature some retrospectives from this year. We... We'll Retribution. Yeah, nice idea. <laughs> Retribution. Do we have a homework for next week yet, Jason? Um, top four from the Hall of Fame 
people that sh- you think should be in there that aren't in there yet? Okay, so top four future Hall of Famers? Um, or people that have already retired that you think are going to get in? Yeah. Already retired snubs. Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, no okay. active wrestlers. Because yeah. otherwise so it would nope. just be like, well, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan. Like it's okay, obvious, so you know? yeah. okay, top four that aren't currently active that you think should be in. I'm down. Top four that are going to be in okay. that, have, that haven't won a WWE championship yet. You can they do that haven't. eventually. Yeah. People that well, are currently on just... the roster that, no, I'm saying this is another one separate from what oh, you're saying. Oh, okay, okay. One day, okay, okay. top four Listen, you know who what? haven't won a WWE championship that will get into the Hall of Fame one day. It's half one in the morning. You can't give me. Should we all do the the original thing? Things. The original thing was top four <laughs> that shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. So we look at everyone that's in there and we choose our top four that we don't think deserve to be in there. How about that? Donald Trump. Okay, not the celebrities. Ooh, I say exclude celebrities. <laughs> yeah, <obviously laughs> the celebrities because yeah. that's yeah. too easy. Yeah, that's better. Okay, then we'll do that Fair. one. Cool. Um, if, it. If, it, if it changes or whatever, Jason, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, eventually we'll have a Discord I'm where sure we can it drop it and see everybody else's answers, and then we'll supplement our own on the podcast itself. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah. So let me just slide a couple Tim bits, uh, tidbits in there. Timmy bits. At the end, because I did write some notes. So please. I just want to say I liked how Ziggler sold the 619 in their three on three Pat Patterson memorial match. Uh, he really oversold it and made it look ridiculous, which it is how the guy always lands on the ropes perfectly for uh, Mysterio. Mm. I don't know if you saw it, but he did a little mm-hmm. like a yep. spin and everything and like sold it perfectly. I thought it was funny That's, and good. Sounds like Ziggler. Yeah. Uh, I never seen anyone do that before, though. I haven't either. And also, we didn't really mention Kevin Owens much. And I just wrote a little note about Kevin Owens. I've always loved KO. And surprisingly, right now I'm conflicted between who I want to go over in their um, feud between him and Roman, because this is my least favorite version of Kevin Owens and my absolute favorite version of Roman Reigns. So at any other moment in in their careers, I'm Owens all the way. But at this very moment, I'm sitting at Roman Reigns table and staring at his beautiful teeth while he's sitting at the head of it. Like, KO's doing okay with it, but I, I'm really not impressed. I don't I'm, agree I'm, that he's doing... Well, I agree that he's just, he's just like, doing he's it. Coasting. He's coasting. He's just coasting. Because he's so His good. character yeah. is coasting, and he as a person is coasting. He's just not, he's not like. interesting. He's just like, a, nope. oh, you know, like, uh, he's not good right now. Like, he's okay. The, he's passing. Like, I don't want him to lose because his character. I want him to lose because I'm not interested in what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah, the little promo yeah. that he cut when he was in the it's ring okay. with Roman, and he was like, TLC? Well, how about we go a step further? You're the head of the table, so tables and ladders and chairs. And I was kind of like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" Like the pacing of it was weird, and yeah. then like the awkwardness between <laughs> him and Roman. When Roman's <laughs> like, "Okay, I'm done," and he gets out, and I was just like, Is, "What?" Would... It wasn't like yeah. I only liked when he said to Jey Uso, "I don't want to speak to the bus boy." <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> See, that was like the one Kevin Owen moment yeah. that we got, but he again, shined through the genericness. Yeah, it really seems like he's just. Um, Vince is like, we got no one else right now. I jump in with Roman on TLC and uh, give me a, you know, go get a nice payday and on to the next one. It just really feels yeah, like he's coasting to me. And I'm, I'm really hoping, and what I wrote down was heating up. I, I'm hoping that this feud heats up because it still has a couple of weeks. But again, I don't know if it's not having live shows and not having house shows. Usually these guys would be wrestling each other like every night leading up to this, you know, like in dark matches and stuff in preparation or at least cutting promos against each other back and forth. But 
there's got to be something because there's no heat here at all. Yeah, and also I, I mean, it's popped... a good character. Two people that we want to see wrestle, but there's nothing more than that. Yeah, they got to develop it further. I think they will, but hopefully, hopefully. Also, I popped for Miz and Morrison's uh, impressions of of uh, oh, Drew and Sheamus. Yeah. I actually so laughed. Bad. I thought, I mean, they were bad, but good, bad, like funny, bad. Like I think yeah, they did. Yeah, that's it. And I could distinguish the difference between Scottish and Irish. Like even if it was a bad attempt, like they did sound different, bad. You know what I mean? Because one yeah, did, it didn't sound necessarily one or the other, but it sounded different. Well, one did Drew and one did Sheamus, and they didn't sound the same. Supposedly, I think I, well, I know, fr- from from an untrained ear, from an average guy that doesn't hear it too often, it sounded different, and I popped. I liked it. It was definitely like what I'm saying. I like I like the dynamic between those four. I think it's really good, and I, that's why I hope that at some point there can be a worthy champion that can take it away from Drew down the line, and him and Sheamus can be a great tag team together. But until that happens, I don't think. I don't think Miz is that guy, but maybe he end up. Maybe he'll end up being that guy. I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe it'll be AJ Styles. Anyway, maybe is there anything else, friend. you guys? Uh, Almost. Wait. Oh. Almost. No, I'm done. Almost. Jordan Deves. Yeah, I, anything I else? else? No, it is late over there in Scotland, so we will say goodbye from the Four Jobbers. Thank you so much for listening. You can reach us hello at thefourjobbers.com or at the Four Jobbers on all of social media, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, that took a lot of...